What is up, fellow bench warmers? Welcome to your daily fantasy quickie. What's up, guys? Another daily quickie for you guys. My name is JJT. And with Komish, it's a slow day in the NBA with just three games uh, on the slate. Uh, and I think if I'm not mistaken, there were boring games. I mean, uh, a few were prob- you know, kind of uh, lopsided, am I correct? Because yeah. I just saw the scores. And the Philly, Philly, Utah was lopsided. Memphis, LA was a good one before... Memphis won in the end, but that was probably the best game. Yeah. I mean, nobody cares about San Antonio anyways. So I don't care who they play. But they won. <laughs> then, yeah, they won. They won. They've been playing better. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's uh, not so much news today other than maybe some COVID news. Uh, Dylan Brooks, the next player casualty of COVID. Um and then, of course, you know, John Morant, although that's kind of uh, irrelevant at this point. Um, in fact, it's a good news for John Morant owners that he got COVID early. Uh, and during his injury, uh, within the injury uh, period, right? I mean, you'd rather have that than him coming back and then getting COVID. Right? I was going to write that. That's why I was laughing. I was going to write that, but I... I felt that people might react to say that it's good for him to get COVID now, but actually that's true. Yeah, I mean probably... from the fantasy perspective, of course, we don't yes. wish anyone uh, getting COVID. But again, from the fantasy perspective, I'm pretty sure managers would, uh, you know, would be would think would be relieved, you know, yes. that it's yes. the the timing of his COVID. Uh, is within the injury period wherein he is recovering, right? Yeah, true. Uh, and Dylan Brooks will be is on COVID protocol, so that means more the Anthony Melton probably. I mean, we all know the the we probably can already predict the uh, implications of Dylan Brooks uh, being out because he was out early in the season. The Anthony Melton Bain would Bain would be probably be the biggest beneficiary here um yeah probably melton probably melton because bain has been playing well even uh, with dylan yeah. brooks there he's been one of their top scorers so the guy that probably would be you know really affected by this is melton he will mm. he will start like he did today and yeah. he got 30 minutes and we know we know what melton can do with 30 minutes so we don't have to talk much about that you guys all know it yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and maybe some low end Kyle Anderson might, you know, get some. Is he back? I think he's back, right? He's back. He's back. He played a while ago. Yeah. So, Kyle Anderson is another player who would, with Melton out of the bench, Kyle Anderson, because Brandon Clark is also injured. Yeah. So, their bench is kind of becoming weak with Tyus Jones now starting. So, it's going to be. Young players like Zaire Williams or maybe Xavier Tillman, these guys, John Con- Conchar, players who are not really that, you know, depend. Although Conchar had a great game today. But uh, Kyle Anderson will be probably the leader of that bench crew. So I think I think he'll get minutes. And yeah. uh, there, I think Kyle uh, Anderson. Yeah. And, and there will be a, a lot of usage to, you know, 
spread around. Uh, so you all know. I mean, I think Dylan Brooks and John Morant are two of the most used uh, players. In, I mean, has the highest usage in Memphis. I would. Dylan think. Brooks is number one. Ja yeah. is number two. Yeah. So I mean, early in the season when Dylan Brooks was out, at least Ja was playing. So at least you know that usage was you know spread. Among other players, but Ja would probably be the one benefiting from that. But now both of them are out, so yeah, more usage to you know spread around, and you know th- this means it could bode well fantasy wise for Melton, Bain, uh, Jaren and, Jackson, and Memphis is winning. They're six and one without Ja Morant, and they're be- they're beating good teams. They beat the Lakers today, and they haven't trailed. Surprisingly, for 12, uh, for 20 straight quarters. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that. 20 quarters straight, not trailing. So they're really playing good basketball. And and I think Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson, as I said, both of these guys have been uh, the key. The key to the... And, and Tyus Jones. Since uh, we're talking about Memphis, I think Tyus Jones has been, he's been good. I mean, I didn't expect him to be this consistent, but he has been good with the assists and the steals. Yeah. So even in twelve team leagues, I think could be a short term ad while Ja is out. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And of course, uh, you know the the coaching has been good. I mean, the Memphis coach I think is a little bit underrated because no one really knows who their coach is, <laughs> but he's been good since taking over um Memphis. I mean, yes. no one really expected Memphis to compete in the past couple of years, right? Because they're a young team and their leader is you know, a rookie or maybe very young. So no one really expected that, but they've been competing every year since yes, uh, Taylor the, Jenkins came in. The, the team doesn't have good, a good defen- defensive rating, but uh, they compete. Um, yeah. their offense has been okay and the roles are defined and the roster is well well put together I would just put it that way yeah so everybody has their roles and nobody oversteps with the other so th- I mean the only possible problem you have there is Melton I mean we want him to play more but yeah. that's just us it's fantasy <laughs> understand you know yeah, but it looks like, you know, as long as they're going to be healthy, uh, he's going to be coming off the bench and playing inconsistent minutes. He is probably the, um, how do you call it? The guard version of Chris Boucher. Yes, yes. Guard version, but better. He's a good player. Yeah, better. I mean, better. He's a good player. But still, uh, you know, when everyone's healthy... Sometimes you just scratch your head thinking, why does he get this limited minutes, right? Yeah. That's all that's always been, you know, the frustration of a lot of fantasy managers who are in love with the Anthony Melton scheme. All right. Um, Rishon Holmes is also out for a few games after that. Um what's the injury? It's a is it in the head, eyebrow, or in the in the in the face? I mean, he was cut. bleeding. I think it was a cut. Yeah, that's why I thought maybe you know when you see cuts like that, it's it looks bad. But when you put stitches and everything, usually the player sometimes comes back or plays the next game. But I remember the eye issue that he had. I think he got scratched in the eye, mm-hmm. and now 
they said he had surgery or something to repair the eye problem. Maybe the bleeding was probably near the eye. I don't know. I don't know. But that's the only reason I could think of why he's going to be out for at least two games and maybe more <laughs> for another eye. I think it's yeah. weird. And it's a weird injury. After a great start by Holmes uh, now, it's, it seems like yes. managers are going to be really frustrated with him. You know, one thing I hope... I, I don't have a lot of hopes, but um, I think I have just one. Um, but yeah, I need him again. Yes, I, I, my, my team there is really injured and very depleted. Uh, it's in our dynasty league, so yeah, uh, I need Rishon Holmes there. Um, yeah, so we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Miles Turner, not happy mm-hmm. after... <laughs> after how so many years? Something, so yeah. After how many years? Uh, and something, you know, and just the timing of this, right after you know, Indiana said they're gonna be rebuilding, right? Um, he says he's not really happy, or at least a news comes out that he's not really happy, um, and he is not being featured as much in Indiana. Which is accurate. Which is accurate. I guess if you look at it... Well, the question is, should he be featured? I, I think he wants... Uh, I, don't, I don't see it as a mistake with Indiana. I just see it as someone who wants more than what he's, uh, he really is suited for. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can take threes, he can make threes, and then he can block shots. That's basically like Brook Lopez. Right? I mean, Brook Lopez will not say that, you know, I need more, I need more, I want more. Because he knows his role. He knows that Yanis is there, he knows Middleton, he knows Drew. And I yeah. guess Miles is younger. Miles is way younger. So he wants, he doesn't see himself just as that, as a complimentary piece. He says he's an all-star. So I think that's the difference. Well, Brook, I think, was Brook an all-star when he was younger? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was at one point. Maybe, maybe. Because he so was maybe, good with the Nets. I mean, yeah, I think maybe a year. I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, but maybe that's what Miles wants, and if he wants that, he the only way he can get that is Sabonis, and him have to separate. It, it, it's right. That's that's the that's the thing. I mean, the rebounds, Sabonis is getting it. The 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 points, the the assists, you know, those things that Miles wants, the usage basically yeah. has to happen with Sabonis out. Separate from him, and since Indiana came out with the report already, I'm pretty sure Miles would be the one to go because he's the easy one to trade. He's the easy one to trade. The the contract, the kind of game he has is perfect for the new age basketball. Yeah. So he's gonna be in demand. He's probably gonna fetch a lot of you know draft picks or whatever. So uh, that's why I put this here. It's a rumor, but I think. You could buy low on Miles Turner, maybe. Some people might see it as a risk, but for me, I could see it as if he gets traded, I think he can have better better stats. Yeah, I think. Um, I see, I guess, the ceiling of Miles Turner, other than, of course, him having elite blocks. Maybe it's uh, closer to a Jaren Jackson type of player. Yes, yes, correct. He can shoot threes, he can block, 
Uh, the only difference is Jaren Jackson is featured a lot than Miles Turner. Actually, Miles is actually ranked higher uh, than Jaren Jackson. Because of the elite blocks, right? I mean, yes, because of the elite We blocks. all know so, the, you know, I don't know if it's the, the, that Miles Turner ranking high is a little bit of a flaw in terms of the how you rank players because he pretty much gives you elite blocks. Um, the threes are inconsistent. There's, you know, there's really no consistency there. He can't rebound for a center. So I think, you know, we all know why he's up there because the blocks are really good. Yes, the blocks are good. But in fairness to him, he's more, um, he's a better rebounder than Jaron Jackson Jr. For sure. He's at least, he has, he's at least at eight or nine. Jaron Jackson is at five. Mm-hmm. So there's a difference there. But scoring-wise, of course, JJJ. That's, I think that's where it is. If Miles Turner goes to another team, scoring goes up. He gets more attempts. Yeah. Then we can say legitimately he might be a top 25 player. Might be a top 25 player. Yeah. So, yeah, well, again, Indiana would be interesting because, you know, so far this is the one team that's already, you know, somehow declared that they're rebuilding open for business yes yeah in the middle of the season so i'm pretty sure there will be some moves here uh, i don't think this would this indiana roster would stick until the end I of the season i asked a question in our page I, i'll get your answer uh, i made it a fantasy trade i mean if this happened in fantasy would you veto it it's a uh, sabonis and miles for anthony davis would that is that a vetoable trade for you or is that something you you see us good trade. And which side are you there? Uh, that's a good one. Um, I'll probably take the Miles side and some so side. And miles. Okay. Yeah. Um, but is that vetoable? Mm, no, I don't think it's vetoable. Um, although, of course, you know, I just feel like the Miles side is a little is um. Yeah, that's that side is a little better. Uh, not a little, a lot better, but not really too lopsided in the sense that if you're looking looking at the maybe there are different ways to look at trades as I've learned uh, this mm-hmm. year. Uh, one is maybe their current value and and Anthony Davis is top ten. Yes. And there's a premium in getting a player of that you know level, right? Um, yeah, we've already talked about getting players in the top five. You should at least have one first rounder and a plus one. Yes, right. So now Anthony Davis is a first rounder, but you're not getting really a first rounder. You're getting about a second rounder and a maybe a fourth rounder or a third rounder, right? So I think that's okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'll go with the the Sabonis side just because you know the counting stats wise. I think with. Uh, be better overall, uh, especially if you need depth. Plus, you we all know Anthony Davis, right? Injuries, um, and you know, there's always you can't sleep well at night every every game, right? So, so every fall, uh, you hold your breath with when yes. it comes to Anthony Davis. So, yeah, uh, I'll take the Sabonis side there. Uh, Me too. Me too. Let's talk about some worry players. We talked about Drummond. Um, Russell Westbrook is in the worry players of Komish. 
Um, it was the jackpot of Westbrook. Just jackpot Westbrook game today. Six turnovers, one of four free throws. <laughs> I don't know how a three of nine field goal. So yeah. it was it was a perfect storm of a game for Westbrook. But before today, he was good. He's been very good. Uh, but that, that's what you get if it's only three games. You you play that way, you're gonna get into the worry players list. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm not I'm I don't think it's something to really worry about. Uh, for me, Westbrook, as long as it's in the right build. It's still okay. Yeah. Still, okay. still good. I mean, still good. I think the Lakers are slowly getting it. Slowly, you know. And I guess there's this question about Anthony Davis as well. Yeah. Uh, not doing as well as managers mm-hmm. would want. He started off really well, right? He started off really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has slowly tapered off uh, since LeBron came back. And maybe this is this could be my fear is this could be the real Anthony Davis for the rest of the season. Well, hopefully not, but yes, it's possible, and that's why, as we we were talking uh, a while ago before we were on air recording, that mm, people are asking for him to to wake up, come on, take charge, and I say I, I say this just because I think, as I said, he has all the the tools to be the mismatch. He's the mismatch in LA. Yep. So, and he's a, he's the top, as you said, a top 10 player in fantasy. But if he just takes the ball and just get all, all of you out of the way, I'm going to carry you home. He's going to be a top three, top two guy. I mean, he could challenge Curry and Jokic. Remember but, those days? Remember those days? I mean, Yes, I true. But here's the thing about the Lakers. Um, they're trying to gel as a team. It's a new team. They're trying to coexist as a team. He won't do that uh, because, you know, there are two more players who can take over. Um, I know he's the mismatch, but, you know, playing within a system maybe, trying to play within a system. Okay, yeah. I think that's what, you know, that's why Davis's game has tapered off a bit. Um, uh I think the the only good thing about Davis is that he's unlike last year. This year he gets those steals and blocks at least. Yes, yes. Right. I mean, and it's the- back to the two years ago Anthony Davis levels. Uh, it's just that the scoring, the rebounding isn't there. The other day he had seventeen and sixteen, so that was a good rebounding game, a bad scoring game. He hasn't had really the the one game where you can say 32 points, let's say 16 yeah. rebounds, something I don't like think that. he'll get a lot of those this year. The bonus has already gotten those numbers lately. And I think Anthony Davis, yes, LeBron Westbrook eats into his usage. But again, it's up to Frank Vogel. If he if he really decides that, you know, come on, LeBron, you have to give it to AD. AD has to be the focal point. Because as you said, it's a system. And their system is basically LeBron. You still watch it right now. It's still LeBron. And then, you know, AD would probably either give a pick or, yeah. you know, wait on one side and, and get a jump shot or a mid-range shot. And that is one thing that's been uh, hurting his fantasy value, his field goal percentage, because he's been terrible with those outside shots that he's been taking. Yeah. That, that, that is infuriating for fantasy managers. We just need him to be the top two, top three AD. How old is he? I mean... 
29? Probably something like that. He. I don't think he's 30 yet. But he is close there. I think he's in the... In his, he's, he should be in 30s. his prime. Should be in his prime. Should be. Should be. And he hurt himself again today, by the way. His hand. <laughs> in the end of the third quarter, he hurt his hand. He did come back, but it was a blowout at the end. So he, he rested again. So we'll see him again in the injury report for sure. He's going to be questionable or probable or whatever again the next game. Because the, well, the more the more usage though, the more chances of getting hurt. So what would you rather want? Okay, no more usage. <laughs> no more usage. Just, <laughs> just just play. Just play. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. That's I mean, that's Anthony Davis for you. The more usage, the more chances of getting hurt. That's um, true. So that's what true. would you rather have? Uh getting more usage or just doing enough? To help your team win, uh, uh, I guess okay, just do enough, and that, that would be fine. That um, would be fine, yeah. So, yeah, there, Anthony Davis. I just feel like you know, this is it, Anthony Davis, because of the addition of Westbrook and LeBron playing. But, uh, yeah, just hold on, or maybe hard, hard to trade Davis now because he's been playing bad, so um. You know, he's not been playing bad. It's no, he's playing, been, he's not he no, I, I I mean he's not playing the way he used to play early in the season. Uh lately, yeah, maybe, but but uh, I I feel like it's hard to trade him because who would you trade him for? That's the question. I mean, unless you're gonna go with the with the trade I mentioned a while ago, just a bonus, my that kind of a trade where you'll get uh in, inferior players. Uh, if you want someone better or someone at his level, uh, there's no one. You can't get Curry, Jokic, or even KD for 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 Anthony Davis. I don't I don't think so. And I would I don't think you would want Embiid. I'm not sure if you would want Embiid Three. or or Paul George or Butler for AD. You'd rather have AD. Even Trey, I think I'd rather have AD than Trey. He's I mean he's still a better fantasy player overall. So uh, there's just no good. You know, clean trade, I guess, that you can say is either a buy low, a sell high, or a good trade. I just don't see any any good trades for AD. One-on-one, at least. One-on-one. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's the AD Westbrook front. Um, a few buy players. Devin Basel, who was dropped in mm-hmm. some leagues because he was injured. He was out for a while, right? Yes. Uh, I think you should he, pick him up. Yeah, you should pick him up. He was uh, within, what, top 80? Um, I, I put top 100 just to be safe. Yeah, he but was yeah. sure. He, for sure, he was top 100, but I think he peaked at around 70, I think. 70 yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, still should be. I think he was just injured, so he should still be something to someone to consider. Uh, we talked about Cal Anderson a while ago, why he should be picked up or at least considered when you stream, maybe, or pick players. Mm-hmm. And Facundo Campazo for deeper leagues, right? Yes, it's Facundo Campazo for deeper leagues. So just looking at Denver, what's happening with the team? Uh, Bones two out of ten, still not get not in his element. Fifteen minutes, so Facundo is still the guy so far, and Austin Rivers is still out. So as of now, Campazo for deeper leagues. All right. Uh... Now I have a question. So I made a I made some moves a while ago in not trades but 
some streaming moves. Well, not really streaming, but something uh, ad drop moves. Um, so I saw Garrison uh, Matthews and Gary Bird in the way in the free agent pool and another guy. Uh, who was the other guy? Another hot free agent. Uh, another hot player uh, we talked about yesterday. Ah, I couldn't remember. I think not Terrence Davis. Who is the other guy? Anyway, so... Quickly. No, 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 no. Uh, let me see if he's still there. Uh, but yeah, I... And here's what I did. Uh, I dropped Matisse Tyburn. Mm-hmm. And... But I also had Halliburton in my IL plus, so I moved him up. And then I dropped Marcus Morris for Garrison Matthews. Did I make yeah. the right move? Uh, basically, it's dropping Marcus Morris for Garrison Matthews, right? Then, as yeah. I said, uh, until Jalen Green comes back, I'll pick up Garrison Matthews in, even in 12-team league. So, uh, I like the move. I like the move. And um, Ma- Marcus Morris is a little up and down. So, I would prefer guys and Matthews, I think, for the long term, at least the longer short term. I mean, for the next three weeks, at least two to three weeks, I think guys and Matthews is the right, right. right call there. The other guys heard Jones, but I just picked guys and Matthews because they had the back to back tomorrow and Sunday. So, uh, yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, hopefully that works out because I'm against the number one team in the league this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that number one team is, you know, six and a half games ahead of the second team, which has a lot. I mean, that's a lot for you know, that's early cruise control, cruise control situations, uh, right there. Yeah, yeah, so hopefully, I get to you know, squeeze in a 5 4 win. Uh, and I have a chance, I have a little slim chance, at least from the from how it looks so far. With the Clippers, uh, with Marcus Morris, I would say you made the wrong move if Paul George suddenly will be out for a long time. Because if Paul George will be out a long time, they have, yeah. I mean, there's nobody there who will score. Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris will be their one-two punch. And if that happens, then I would like Marcus Morris more. But we have no updates on Paul George yet. So I'm assuming he's good. I'm assuming he's okay. So let's let's see. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's see. Let's see. I, hopefully, before that happens, uh, it's and also the, the Clippers have one game this week. So in, in case yeah. you know that didn't work, I might still have the chance of getting Marcus Morris later on or later this week or before the weekends. Uh, all right. So just quickly, feel good player. Who do we want to pick? Jakob Portal. Jakob. Yeah. Uh, one of our one of our uh so we've talked about centers yeah you you know in the past few quickies the i um i say stewards the robert williams uh jacob is within that group right jacob Pertle is within yeah, that group yeah. um, in the draft during the draft he was outside of that group i think yeah he was I the mean, last guy last center last best center i guess last you know they uh, were fantasy relevant center. People were not uh, including him in that fantasy relevant centers. They were ending it with Isaiah Stewart. And then Jacob, Horford, Wendell Carter, Bamba. Yeah. These guys were the ones that were. Bamba was, was way out. I mean, yes, Bamba but, but these guys are the guys that people felt at that time was 
you know, um, not at the level of those guys. But if you look at it, Wendell Carter, Bamba, Potel, and Horf, I mean, Potel is not doing that well, but Horford, they've been playing above the, the centers who were picked ahead of them. So yeah. you, can, you can not really, you know, you can really not say what, what, what can happen. Potel, one of our uh, followers did say that he feels that Potel is a top 50 guy. I say uh, maybe not, in my opinion, maybe not top 50. I do agree that the 32% free throw shooting is misleading because it's three attempts a game, 3.2. Yeah. But if they have four games uh, a week or three games or this week they have five games, that, yeah. that would hurt also. <laughs> that would hurt. Yeah. That would become five out of 15, right? Or yeah. three out of twelve. Those are those are also numbers that can can lose you your free throw. So so that still factors in. I think that still factors in with Potel. Uh, so far, Potel has you know been averaging twelve points a game, mm-hmm. um, and nine point three rebounds. Actually, his numbers have really gone up. Yeah. Um, every Look at year. Assist. Every Look at year. The assist is two point six. But lately, no the assist lately. Uh wait, I don't have the assist lately. He has um around six, I think, a game. Today he had seven. Seven. Today he had seven. Yeah, he had seven today. And, and so th- those are good. Those are good numbers. And even if he had only nine points today, I'm I'm fine with it. Nine yeah, points, nine I mean, rebounds, seven assists, two blocks. Those are those are good numbers. What you what you want from Portal are not really the scoring, but more of the rebounding the blocks, right? So getting seven assists is a big bonus for you. A big bonus. Yeah, a big yes, bonus. A big the bonus. nine points is maybe he's just within that, you know, average uh, in his career maybe, uh, or at least that's what he can do really. Uh, but if, you, if he gets 15, 16, 17 points, you know, that's a bonus as well. You know what's impressive about that? He got into foul trouble, three fouls in the first half. So yeah. he almost did not play. I only played six, seven, or eight minutes in the first half. So those numbers are even in foul trouble numbers. He was against Jokic, remember today? Yeah. So so those are good. Those are good numbers. That's why I put him in our feel good. We haven't talked about him as much, but I think I say a Stewart, Robert Williams, Jakob Potel. Focus your attention on these guys when you are looking for bigs. Al Horford, maybe. This guy, these guys, don't try too much on the Allens, the Capellas. Those are, you know, Jaren Jackson. Those are the guys that may be too expensive for your taste. These guys are good alternatives. Yeah. The guys that we mentioned. Again, an, another player who's probably part of the not sexy list, right? Uh, yeah. But effective. Yeah. As a, effective. As, effective. Right. I mean, the reason why I say Stuart. And Robert Williams gets all the all the hype. It's because they're athletic. Yeah. You know, they're your typical guy that, oh, he jumps high. Oh, he, you know, he's big, he's athletic, he's fast for his size. Potel is none of those things. Uh, but he is effective. He is effective at what he does. Just just say it. Just say what you want to say. He's a white guy. Who looks? Who doesn't, who doesn't look like the guy who knows how to play, right? Yes. When yes. you're looking at the when you're playing pickup games, he's tall. That's why, yeah, we'll pick him because he's tall. 
but he's probably going to be your last pick. Because if you're not a skilled guy, you you should be a guy like Robert Williams or Capella, the the, the guys who are athletic, yeah. but you're not skilled. You don't have skill, so all you do is they throw the ball up and you just get it and dunk, or you you out jump everybody for a rebound or you block them. Yeah, so, use you know, your physical physical yes. tools. And totally not skilled. I mean. He's not that skilled. He can't shoot the basketball, but obviously he's skilled because he can pass and he can do other things. But he's he doesn't look he doesn't look as skilled because he can't shoot, and he is not athletic because he doesn't you know doesn't jump that high. Yeah. So people are saying, where will I put you? Will I put you Pau Gasol or will I put you? <laughs> you're not Shaq. You're not Pau. Yeah. You're not you know the Capella. So where yeah. are you? It's kind of confusing, but. His timing is very good. He's a great shot blocker. And a very he, underrated one at that. And he doesn't so, wow you with big numbers. Like, you know. Yes. Yes. Uh, Robert Williams and Isaiah Stewart would have probably 15 rebounds in one game, right? And that would wow, wow. That's mm-hmm. that's a lot of rebounds for one game, right? You Jacob Pertel would probably not do that as often. But he is good at what he does. And mm-hmm. he is a very effective player and you know right. what you're gonna get right yes you know, rebounding and blocks and that's it you, the expectations i guess are lower with jacob Pertel, and that's why you know he 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 makes his managers happy every time because you know the expectations weren't as high and uh i just want to comment that san antonio is probably one of the best poor best bad teams in nba in the NBA, their record is probably third or fourth worst, but they they, they compete every game, yeah. And they have, they they are they lose, but they lose you know at the last few minutes just because I guess they don't have closers, they don't have stars, so they're good, they're good, they're they're not a bad team. And shout out to Derek White, I didn't put him anymore in our feel good because I've been putting him the past two two games I think, but he has continued to be to be good. Uh, Derek today, White is sell high, yes. Yes, for sure. Um, I'm not saying you should sell though. He's not a sell high that's like a Tyrese Maxi or a Montrez Harrell before that we're saying sell high, sell high, sell high. Derek White is a sell high kind of guy that if you can find the right deal, sell. But if you cannot, it's okay. I think. Who? Which player would you? Well, the way he's playing right now, you should go go for a top fifty player, right? Um, maybe. But before when Drew was was still struggling, maybe that would have work but now Drew is not struggling struggling anymore so I don't think that works if you want to be really really bold a guy like Jalen or OG for me go for it that's the perfect deal you want to be you want to gamble on something offer yeah, actually, Derek White for Jalen if you want to gamble on certain players uh, just for the right price um, OG and Jalen could be you know yes. players to target um, you can get him. You can get him uh, for sure. I mean, I'd for rather sure. gamble on Jalen and OG than gamble on Zion. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. right? I mean, a lot of managers are kind of gambling on Zion, but to be honest, I'll stay. I really stay away. We talked about Zion for a lot of times already, but I'd rather gamble on OG and Jalen. So look for those, and you'll probably see, you know, how they how their own managers value. These players, I think the you know when the news broke out that OG could miss, could you know there was a setback, right? Yeah. yeah, I think that was a good timing already to 
try and trade for him? You can. You can still trade for him anytime you want. You can even wait for a couple more weeks or maybe uh, one more week before you offer that and the manager will still accept that. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Jalen Brown is in the same boat. But if you look at it long term, if your team is number one, number two, and you're looking at it week 15, week 16, week 17, will I look at it as Jalen is still struggling with his hamstring? I don't think so. I think Jalen be, should be fine by then. And he's yeah. the better player than Derek White. So you're looking long term. You're looking big picture. So those two are the players... I feel like you could you could bet on, but also timing is key. If you offer offer Derek White before Tyrese Halliburton suddenly got hot, I think Tyrese would have been a great great target also, and yeah. Lonzo Ball also. But of course, now that Tyrese is playing well, Lonzo doesn't have the Rosen anymore, so he's he's also playing better. You might not be able to swing those deals, but a couple of days or or a week ago, you could have done the, those deals. Yeah. Lots of deals for Derek White. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Derek White and Jakob Pertl, feel good players of the day. All right. That's it, guys, for our daily fantasy quickie. Uh, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Uh, good luck for the rest of the week. And bye, guys. Bye.